people of the world, welcome to That Sports Podcast, Season 6, Episode 2. We have a guest today, and his name is Alex Douglas. And I am going to begin this podcast with a very specific wound that has hurt me greatly. The year was 2014. The month was May. The day was the 17th. It was game one of the Eastern Conference Final. The Montreal Canadiens were the home team. They were the favorite in the series. They exceeded expectations to get to the Eastern Conference Final. And their opponent was the New York Rangers. And this young forward who has a lot of skill, undeniable, he gets the puck at about center ice and he is flying at top speed through the neutral zone into the offensive zone. And a couple Habs defensemen are close by and one of them waves their stick around his feet. And this gentleman named Chris Kreider (laughs) fakes like he got tripped so that he can conveniently throw his 220-pound frame into the best goalie of our generation, Carey Price. And he takes him out. And just like that, all the hopes and dreams of Habs Nation, or whatever you want to call us, are crushed by one man's reckless use of his body. And I know there's many interpretations to this, I will not monopolize the conversation. I will invite our guest in, but I would like you, Alex, to answer <laughs> for Chris Kreider and what he did to Carey Price. I have to answer for him. You have to, on <laughs> behalf, as as the as the biggest Rangers fan north of the border, I'd like you to figure out his motivations, psychoanalyze the man, and tell me if he actually intended to hurt Carrie, or if it was an accident i know you probably text with him regularly so you probably you oh, probably yeah. know this answer we're good buddies mm. no i think based on the catalog of work in his entire career i'm i don't doubt that there's a lot more he could have done but i don't i don't think for one second that he meant to hurt Carrie price he's i don't i don't think and as as a uh you know as we work our way through things here today i'm sure you'll hear me throw a number of Rangers under the bus. Uh, but I, Kreider is a guy who has always impressed me by how hard he works. And uh, I honestly don't think he meant, I don't, it didn't strike me as a, you know, say what you will about Truba knocking the tar out mm. of uh, uh, Crosby last year and how right. that may or may not have impacted that series. Um, and even then, I don't think Troop is a guy that plays to hurt, but I don't think Cross, I don't think Kreider meant to hurt Price. Uh, he's, he's crazy fast. That's, he is crazy that's fast. one thing that I think a lot of people overlook. He seems to get missed in the conversation often, but I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, <laughs> your, your honor, uh, Judge McClement, what's your verdict? What's your ruling on uh, the defendant's case? Oh, it's, it's irrelevant. It didn't matter. It didn't matter who was going to win that series because the Kings won the cup. So it didn't, we're talking about nothing. It was the Kings cup to win. 
And I'm wow. going to be honest with you, Alex, you brought this on yourself. If you did not see that coming, <laughs> <Yeah>. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not even a huge hockey guy. Yeah, he but says that every other week, 2014. I saw that coming a mile away. <laughs> I mean, I've looked at the video. So just today, it's been a long time. It, no, but it's it was so painful. It's like looking up. It's like. It's like exposure therapy for me. I'm looking at a past trauma. And as I looked at it, I'll be honest. And this, this, I, I hate that I'm maturing here. I don't think he meant to either. But in the moment, in the moment, I was yeah. screaming at the TV. I was sure yeah. that, you know, he just let himself go. But I, I tend to agree with you, Alex. I think there yeah. may have been a stick caught in his feet or he just like lost an edge. And he went yeah. flying into him. So you, you would say that, right? Like the history, like if you look at his entire career, he doesn't well, that's what I mean. have the dirtiness. Yeah. 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 No, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think he was suspended for that. No, I don't. I, think don't, so. I don't think he was. And I think that's why Habs fans were so furious because they wanted sure. blood on the other side. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I don't, I don't think he's been suspended in his career. Okay. And that, you know, not that, that means a whole lot, especially in NHL these days when guys get three games for spitting and two games for slew footing. But uh, you know, anyway, that's my 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 other Ranger piece right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for thanks for indulging me. Uh, why yeah, we really no brought you on, Alex, was not to just grill you, but it was <laughs> to talk about something really surprising. I did not realize this about you. So, um, for context, Alex and I went to the same school studied a very uh, niche discipline and uh yeah so we kung met fu. we met they studied kung fu <laughs> kung fu yeah that's right <laughs> we're, we're really using it week to week here in the group called alex and alex it was a it was a short-lived show on the w network where they were a crime fighting kung fu duo but it fell apart because they can't agree on hockey yeah <laughs> <laughs> but they could so, always unite around the colors red, white, and blue. It was it was magical. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> so really, we brought oh, yeah. you on because you're an artist, Alex, and we have. I'll speak for myself, but I've I've shown some of the rest of the guys the work, and I, and I said we got to have this guy on because he's really good, and for a sports podcast to have somebody who does art specific to sports it's very nice so i guess my first question is alex what i've noticed is you've done these individual portraits of athletes uh yep. how do you do them what style of art is it and what got you into these portraits yeah um they are uh they're digital paintings so i i i make them on a on an ipad or tablet um, or a, uh, a drawing tablet. I've got a, a bigger one, but, um, yeah, it actually came about, um, by way of necessity. I have four kids and, uh, uh, the reality of setting up a canvas or, uh, getting paint going is a, um, it's a late night exercise, which doesn't always garner the best results. Um, and, uh, and it's rarely an uninterrupted exercise during the day. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'd had a few things go dry. I had thrown out a lot of stuff and I thought, you know what, let's just, let's try this out. Let's switch over and, uh, and see what takes. And, um, I, I mean, which, which is, I love it. I absolutely mm. love it. And, uh, I, I, those that know me, so I, my undergrad was actually in art. Um, 
uh, fine art at the uh, the University of Lethbridge in Alberta, and um, right on. I, uh, I, I, the, the last person on the world to say, let's give this digital thing a, a shot. I was a, a paper and pencil, paper and pen kind of guy. And, um, yeah, that's what they say. It kind of came a, a bit out of necessity, uh, <laughs> just okay, the, the yeah. circumstances. Um, but the product I, I'm really thrilled with. And I, and I, you know, just the, the, the technique that I've kind of arrived at is, um, it's more like drawing than painting. Mm. Um, but, uh, I guess my, my secret is, uh, I, I don't use very opaque colors. I, I limit the, uh, the opacity to about 30% at the most. And then I just do layer after layer after layer. And I find that that builds a, uh, a more, um, I don't know. I think for, for, for faces particularly, it, it adds like a depth to it that looks a little softer than, than harsh colors. Right. And, um, yeah, the irony also being that I, I think honestly, I've never colored more work in my life. I was a black and white guy, <laughs> mm. um, for probably the first 40 years of my art career. <laughs> and, uh, but it's, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. And, how long? Uh, how long it, would one portrait take? Sorry to cut you off. How long would like yeah. on average, Alex? Yeah, uh, probably about six to ten hours, depending. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So they, I mean, in in a one way, they go fast, which is kind of fun. But uh, um, and I think a lot of that is because with the digital medium, you have the ability to do layers. You have the ability to. Uh, backtrack if you don't like something you can undo um i was <laughs> i was sitting drawing with my son a few weeks ago and we were drawing and i i literally reached up to the top left corner and did a little bop bop <laughs> i was like nope that's paper that doesn't that doesn't work that way right <laughs> <laughs> but, hey sorry uh, sorry to interrupt alex i got a quick follow-up yeah. from what you said mm -hmm. so i find it interesting because we actually have on this podcast another artist and oh, yeah. he, he does a lot more like caricatures. Like he likes to like, it's, it's Josh here. Josh is a hockey yeah. guy. He, he, he's an artist. He does more caricatures of like, I don't know. He'll, he'll hang around like a bunch of young people and like try to draw their ex-boyfriends or future husbands. Oh, yeah. But at like, the same think... time is he also has four kids. So my question is, mm -hmm. do you feel the need to tell everybody that you have four kids? Or is that <laughs> just, is that like... It was, like the it was the second sentence out of his mouth, I think, was that he had four kids. Do you feel there. the need to tell other people that you may know that maybe have, like, I don't know, like two kids more that you actually have, like, four kids? <laughs> like, think Wonder And was this, was this actually, like, portraits. planned or was it, like, you know, I don't know, a mistake? <laughs> I, in, in the off chance that it surfaces some year down the road, I don't want to be accused of leaving any of them out. But, mm. you know. You know how that goes. You, you take uh, a note. You may take a note well, here, Josh. <laughs> well, Alex, Alex, I know how that goes. The rest of these jokers have no idea how that uh, goes. So. Uh, well, Amen, brother. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm no sailor. <laughs> <laughs> I got no diseases. Oh, geez, I hope not. <laughs> I will say. We went, we went for three, and we got four. Our, 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 uh, our youngest two are twins, and. Uh, it changes the dynamic significantly. <laughs> same thing as Alex, Josh. Alex, Listen, I, I'm going to tell this story. Exactly we're the same people. people. I'm going to tell this story. I'm sorry. Exactly we were all used to work together. And one morning I was I was in early and Josh was in with me. I have two kids. 
Uh, Josh is two oldest that are roughly the same. And we we're talking just one two? morning. Yeah, oh, okay. just two. I again, I, yeah, I, just I, two. I, I have something called self-control and limits. You would so. hear him talk as if he's got and a separation <laughs> agreement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and a separation agreement. Uh, actually, this is my daughter. This is my daughter's <laughs> Really, it's like half a kid. <laughs> pretty, well, mm-hmm. pretty much, isn't this the whole for, for the record? Half this podcast, even more than half this podcast, is in the same boat with me, I believe. So, okay, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. So, so, Josh goes to me, he's like, Hey, it's like, Hey, man, are you guys, you know, again, yes, this was when I was uh, not separated. He's like, Hey, would you guys ever have any more kids? And I was like, Oh, no, man, like, no, no. And he just looks at me. And I was like, holy shit, right? Like, turns out this guy knocks out twins. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah, so he got yeah. stuck with his, he got stuck with his four. Uh, I don't know about stuck, but it's, it's been a great experience, yeah. but. Uh, they're, they're wonderful children. Oh, right. We're recording. You right. Right. There. <laughs> we had a friend when we, when we shared, we, we had a lot of friends that stopped it too. Yeah. Uh, when we, when we announced we were having twins, they're like, you know what? Two's good. Two's good. We don't we don't need to try for a third. Um, <laughs> another yeah. friend said, "Okay, guys, we get it. You're yeah. fertile." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't remember. Like, yeah, we never really tried for anything. They just kind of happened, right? Like, oh, okay. oh you just said you just, right, just look at her, right? You just stare down, and that's it. Well, hold on. Oh, you had to try. Stay still. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> don't move. Don't move. <laughs> I was like, Tommy's middle name's Jaeger. <laughs> so speaking of uh, kids, uh, kids, Alex, um, at a at a young age, did you show a did you show a proclivity towards art? Yeah. No. And, it, and what was a, what it, were some of your influences early on uh, that really got the uh, paintbrush moving? Okay, so if I could just jump in here for oh, for, for heaven's second. sake, Chris, I'm asking a question. I know, but I'm 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 gonna like it. It adds to whatever Alex's okay. is going to be. So um, Alex and I have known each other like I don't know since like I don't know sometime in the nineties. Like, yeah, yeah, uh, we, late nineties, like, probably like mid nineties. Yeah, yeah, like orange shirts, right, or red shirts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So um, <laughs> so so Alex was. Like, like there's, for some reason, a, a lot of guys at this camp that we worked at were like artists and went on to art school and everything like that. And Alex was one of these guys and Alex always just had this really like pen and pencil, uh, like not caricature, like, like mm. Josh outside of the Sky Dome sort of stuff with a, with a tin cup <laughs> and a couple of pieces of Bristol board trying to get families together. But like, uh, like, like there, there were all these guys who were just like constantly churning out like all these like little characters and things like that. And like, uh, you know, and Alex was just always super good. So, you know, we're, we're friends on Facebook and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. in the last year as like these, um, hockey players have been coming out it's just like it's been exciting to to see because it's just picked up being just as good you know what i mean and yeah no for sure alex it's uh it's great but now i find out it's just like 
AI, so you're just typing. In. <laughs> Gretzky just smiling, looking. <laughs> yeah, you guys are very flattering. But it's I'll a, tell you the way. It's a fancier Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, hey, and I, I still use a coloring book at night. Like I color on my hey, shift, hey. so. No, no. Yeah, uh, we can see no. it on your arms. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, it's true. You just I, use I, a sharpie. Uh, see right here. My parents I'm going to get a you. cross right here one day. There you go. <laughs> uh, no, my parents will tell you. I, I almost uh, every day of my life before dinner, they had to get me to clean Crayola off of my hands. Actually, you if, if you hold on, we're just going to let your mom and dad into the conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Need to confirm this. Uh, yeah. And then we're going to run your work through an AI filter to make sure that it's all <laughs> legit. Um, no, but uh, you know, that's like when you're, when you're coloring or maybe if you've seen your, your kids coloring, you, you get the, the marker stain on your hand mm-hmm. uh, as you work your way across the page. And uh, no, it's true. My, my parents would attest, they would buy, my mom was a, a kindergarten teacher and she would buy boxes of black Crayola markers because that one was always dead in the packages at home. And um, no, it's true. They're, my, my parents have binders and binders of uh, dinosaur art, Star Wars art when I was a kid. And then, uh, yeah, no, I was really fortunate to have um, parents that plugged me into art schools and stuff like that outside of school yeah um and uh yeah which is which is cool because i think i, I do think a lot of folks um it's not saying anything about the guys we went to camp with um but they get uh it's important for folks i think uh, to get those kind of classic foundations um and then you have options uh you can you can simplify but it's difficult to go up and, right. um you know um i think you, you probably get that in in most areas of the arts you know if you if you only learn songs instead of learning chords you're you're limiting yourself in terms of what you can play um and i think the same way and so i'm i was grateful i i was able to um there's a, a wildlife artist outside of milton where i grew up named albert Casson, who um who i took uh, art lessons from and um you know just really taught me the those basics of form and shape and shading and that kind of stuff and it does uh that stuff kind of carries over to any uh, any type of work you want to do and um yeah no i wow. I, I really uh it's always been a part and um if anything probably in the last five or six years it has uh come away a bit uh in terms of doing it just for fun um, and then I was actually on a, uh, a mental health leave uh, in the summertime from May to August and, and picked up uh, some paper and pen again um, for myself, yeah. uh, which was kind of nice. And it sort of started this ball rolling. So Alex, it wasn't then, a specific pandemic thing that got you going. It was being on leave where you got back into this. Yeah, yeah. no. Uh, if I could mention my four kids again. No, it's, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, a lot of folks say, you know, uh, well, just take some time to yourself and, uh, you know, take some time off. And uh, that was kind of the last thing that would have been helpful uh, for most. Well, it wasn't helpful for most of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, I, uh, you know, it's a busy house. And so you don't get those moments to rest. And so uh, when I took that leave, having May and June, um, and when my kids were in school still, uh, to actually have some quiet days. Like, uh, you know, again, it's not woe to to being a parent but you know when uh when our when our two youngest were in 
started kindergarten, that was the first time since we had kids that I had a legit day off. Uh, and my wife as well, uh, when yeah. we didn't have a little person around to care for. And so, um, you know, those, those, I think those things like hobbies, like, um, you know, passion projects and stuff like that can often fall by the wayside. At least they did in our family. I know that's give you some sanity much, from all much the better with boundaries than we yeah. are, but, you know. <laughs> but yeah, no, absolutely. And yeah. so, um, no, I was really grateful to have that as an outlet and, um, I was just doing it for myself and, and I got roped in, uh, to playing in this, uh, Brad May celebrity classic, uh, tournament for Easter seals, um, which is a, uh, you know, obviously it's a, it's a hockey tournament that takes place. Uh, they, they do a series of these celebrity classic, uh, uh, games and, um, where you're, there's a pool of NHL alumni that, that come, uh, usually, well, a, a one guy for every team, basically, and, uh, your team raises money. Mm-hmm. And how much you raise, you know, determines your draft order in terms of who you who gets picks first and uh, and and that sort of thing. And so our team uh, was kind of having at it. And I was at this meeting a few weeks out from the tournament, and uh, they were kind of sharing about, you know, here's some things you can do to encourage your teams to to finish strong. And there was a guy there who'd made a a leather chair, um, uh, like goalie pads. It was actually really sick. Like it was like mm-hmm. old school brown leather the one arm like a big you know like a lounging leather chair and uh the one the one arm was a catcher's mitt and so like you know you could put your beer in the in the catcher's mitt and uh right and he he'd been given permission by cbc to put the hockey night in canada logo on there and and uh you know they were kind of saying you know so hey this is an example of you know using your uh talent to you know you never know what people will think and i thought throw my name out there and i said yeah i could i could about making some some hmm. pieces of a couple of the players and maybe if they'd sign them we could auction them off and they were like sure that's a great idea and i'm i'm sure in their mind they're like great we're gonna get some crap art and then we're gonna have to you know tell this guy no and oh you know oh we forgot to make a thing for it we can't put it in but um it was a last it was a dad twins yeah how many kids do you have i can't believe you made this like <laughs> but um no it's the last guy uh, we hired making... <laughs> i knew we should have gone with the guy with two kids um <laughs> i ended up making uh uh some picks of uh darcy tucker shane corson john leclerc uh crucial Nitsky, yeah. And Brad May, who was the, uh, the the kind of the sponsor of the event, and um, yeah, the guys were now, fantastic. Darcy Tucker they, and Shane Corson did did they like? Do they still get along? Like, <laughs> they do know? actually. They do. Okay. They do a team Corson, team Tucker, uh, separate tournament. Which I think if folks are looking online, they can act. They're still taking uh registration to be a part of it, um, where you get to be on a team with one of the guys and and. Uh, yeah, and a, and a bunch of other guys come out too. Um, That'd be so fun. They're brother-in-laws, yeah. correct? Carson and or Corson and yeah. Tucker. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And 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 it was a blast. Like it was an absolute blast. I mean, we ended up doing quite well with with the the pictures. Um, and I'm not gonna pretend for one second that alcohol didn't have something to do with it. Uh, the the draft party is <laughs> just like Thursday with the children. Night. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the draft party is the Thursday night, and then the games are all during the day on the Friday. And, you know, it's an open bar. They're raising money, right? 
And, uh, you know, it started off as these, uh, you know, the bigger 12 by 18 prints that were signed and framed. Um, I also had a bunch of eight and a half by 11s of them. And, uh, you know, as the night went on, um, guys that lost out on the big ones were like, hey, do you have any more? <laughs> like, yes, I do. Let's do nice. 50 bucks. They're like, sure, I'm going to go get them to sign it. And I'm like, good for you. And, yeah. <laughs> and we have a relationship that can change. That, uh, yeah. you know, we, uh, we ended up getting John LeClaire on our team and, and no like, played three games of hockey with John LeClaire. No line That's mate, unbelievable. Was, I love John LeClaire with, you know? uh, with those 90s yeah. Flyers teams. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Alex. No, that was it. Why... Are you a New York Rangers fan? I need to know the answer to this. It's fair. It's fair. Yeah. Um, you know, I, like you gentlemen, I mean, it was a child of the eighties and, um, you know, specifically during the, uh, the, the, the Euler days and, uh, you know, at recess when you're playing ball hockey or mini six or whatever, everybody was always picking, you know, who they're going to be. And there was always a fight over who was going to be Gretzky because he hadn't been traded yet. And, uh, but no one ever said Messier. And so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll be Messier. And it was always free. I never had to fight anybody. It was great. I was free to throw elbows as much as I wanted. And, um, and, uh, and so, yeah, so he was my guy. And yeah. then shortly thereafter, he, he was traded, uh, to, uh, to New York. And, um, it, it was actually a neat, I mean, I grew up in, in Milton. I think I mentioned that before. And, um, there was a few guys that were Leaf fans, but we were the the group of us that were all in French immersion together. It was like the same twenty kids that we went through school from like kindergarten to grade nine together, and uh, I think only two guys were Leaf fans, and everybody else kind of had their own team. Like there's a guy in our class I don't even freaking know why who was a, a Devils fan, like you know in the eighties mm. when they were terrible. Yes. Like, <laughs> yeah. Was any like, of them Kings fans? <laughs> There was a guy who was a who was a Kings fan. There was a Devils fan. There was two guys whose parents were diehard Sabres fans, and and it was just this interesting choice. Which kind of the the neat thing about this this group of guys that I went to school with is that we all kind of had our own team. And it Um, wasn't the Leafs. No, exactly. Uh, And and actually, one of the guys class was pen pals with uh, Brad Park. Do you guys do you guys know that? And like he was one of the last guys in the league to not wear a helmet. Uh, I think he scored maybe three goals his whole NHL career between the Leafs and Senators, maybe. Hmm. Oh, I think he was part of the the expansion draft. But, uh, yeah, th- they were pen pals. Like, he was, like, his favorite player in the world. I have no idea why. And I think Brad was excited to have a fan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it was just for him. But, yeah, no. And so I, I became a Rangers fan. Okay. And, uh yeah, this this jersey, this Messier jersey, I I I I bought at the Hockey Hall of Fame with my dad uh, with paper route money. Uh, I remember going like going down and filling out the order form, you know, by hand, and yeah. you know, making sure the the spelling was all right and the I want the captaincy and whatever, and yeah, you know, it was like three hundred bucks, which yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, in like early nineties, like that was the most I'd ever spent until I bought a wedding ring, like you know. <laughs> On anything, and uh, have you ever been down to MSG for a game? Haven't. I've I have a buddy who is who who has Leaf season tickets, uh, and so I've seen the Rangers play. Yeah, I probably 16, 17 times, nice. uh, but never as the home team. Um, <laughs> I've been to Buffalo a few times, which is close. 
because there's a lot of Rangers fans that make that trip. Um, well, and Milton's close to Kitchener, yeah. right? Is there, yeah. Like, so were you a Kitchener Rangers fan? No. No. <laughs> uh, All well, right. Well, that, so. well, that <laughs> backfired. Talk about drill time backfiring no. on that one. Terrible question. No, not at all. Yeah, no. I, thought I, I thought I was hitting gold on that one. <laughs> um, no, actually, we were uh, Guelph Storm fans. Oh, okay. Um, that makes more sense. The, the, the church I oh, grew up doesn't. at, uh, well, the organ closer is, to Guelph. Oh, that's right. Yeah. But he's yeah. a Rangers fan. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, but he grew up the, in Milton. Uh, so go fuck The organist son played for Guelph. He was uh, he was a defenseman, Mike Rust, and he played at the same time as Jeff O'Neill, Todd Bertuzzi. Yeah. Like those yeah. guys were all and and we were friends with their family. I'm, I'm again, you know, these things that sail over your head as a kid. Uh we were at their cottage one summer and you know we had a water balloon fight with Jeff O'Neill and Todd Bertuzzi and okay. you know like and you're like okay these are Mike's friends. And then years later you're like Oh wow! Did, Ber- did Bertuzzi try to take a run in your head a bunch of times? <laughs> <laughs> There's rocks yeah. in this water balloon. There were Which signs. Everybody thought it was weird because I was like eight at the time. He's and, checking the rocks know, it was like... water balloons. <laughs> Easy, Todd. It's mini golf. <laughs> He's just a really tall eight-year-old. Give him a break, Todd. <laughs> Motherfucker looks like he's 32. This one's full of piss, Todd. (laughs) (laughs) Not on the womb at 411. It's in my eyes. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? That's actually like it. That's an interesting point. Is I didn't uh, like so. You know, we we grew up going to like OHL games once in a while. You, You know, you'd win tickets or you'd get like, you know, even like. I went to a Newmarket Saints game once, which was like the Leafs old farm team. And I've never really registered that there's like NHL greats who I saw play when they were playing junior hockey, you know, like I just, uh, you know, I just remember like the Greyhounds winning or like the, one of the big things I remember, because we were in Sault Ste. Marie at the time was, uh, you know, Lindros, you know, Mm -hmm. Lindros not wanting to go to the Sioux. And, and and that's it. But there's all these other guys from that class of players that, you know, you got to see play, but you just don't register because you're just a kid going to a hockey game and it's so fucking great. <laughs> Lindros didn't want to yeah. go to the Sioux, but he ends up in Oshawa. <laughs> big win. Big win, Eric. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm don't living in guys. Oshawa. I'm not <laughs> going to the Sioux. Right now, I'm living in Oshawa. Let's go easy on Oshawa. I am living in Oshawa right now. <laughs> that's it. I'm not Alex. going to Yellowknife. I'm yeah. going to Whitehorse. Yeah. Alex, who is, uh... <laughs> Alex, who's your Stanley Cup champ this season? And why? This and season? why is it the Rangers or why is it not the Rangers? Uh, it might. I mean, it's so hard to separate your head from heart in these things. Oh, I like you're the telling Rangers me. Depth. Like, I like the Rangers depth. Like, they've got, they've got four lines that are dangerous. The kid line last night, all three of them scored. That was a really cool thing to see. Um, and they're taking down these top teams. Like, you know, they beat Carolina three times this year. Um, oh, Josh and loves Carolina. Carolina only lost like 12 games all year, right? Like that's, I don't know if that's still in their head from the playoffs last year, which I was surprised how that series ended. Like it was so neck and neck one goal games. And then in game seven, they just destroyed them. Like it was, mm-hmm. it was weird. Um, but I think that's the cool thing. I mean, I'm. it's going to be somebody from the East. 
uh, I'm convinced. But I just think there's so many good teams that are going to have to beat the snot out of each other. That like, you know, who, how, how hard does Boston have to win, uh, fight to get out of the first round? How hard does Carolina, how hard does any of those teams? Unfortunately, I don't think it looks good for the Leafs. Like I, 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 I'm, I am get this soft spot for them, especially since working with them recently and some of this artwork, but it, it freaking breaks my heart that I think they're going to go out in the first round again. And, uh, you know, which is, is hard for that fan group, but, um, I don't know. I think maybe Boston. Um, okay. But at the same time, and again, it's, I, I, I look at the Carolinas and the Boston, like I don't see Boston destroying teams. And that's the part that makes me think maybe, maybe the playoffs will be more than they can handle. Like it's, I'm not for one second taking away. And, you know, right. I, I think it's, I think it's one of the best stories of the NHL this year is how dominant they are because they were, it's supposed to be on the way out. Yeah. Like they, were, they were not expected to be um, a, an NHL record-setting team. Like right. it's, it's amazing to see. But if we um, if we know anything about the teams that traditionally win the President's Trophy, they go they get bounced pretty quick. It's not a good yeah. thing to be top of the yeah. league in the regular season. Yeah, a big target, right? And there's a lot of people that don't like the Bruins, and a lot of teams that don't like the Bruins. So, yeah. um, no, it should be a heck of a series whoever it is they match up against, but, uh, so gun to your head it's the Bruins, but you're not confident. Is that fair to say? Yeah. 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 I, I don't like Carolina's chances. Uh, unfortunately, I mean, the, the injuries they've had suck, but I, I still have in mind, um, you know, Brenda Moore last year after the Rangers took him out, he said something to the effect of like, we just don't have superstars. Like we've got a great group of guys that work hard and play hard but that only takes you so far. And, you know, if, if, if the other team lets up, they can take advantage, but they just don't have some of those guys that can turn the game on their own. Yeah. And I think if you're going to go deep and if you're going to win a cup, you have to have at least one of those guys. And they've got a, again, they have a, I think one of the best, them and the Bruins seem to have, I think one of the best team ethos is in the entire league. Maybe the Kraken I would put in there too. But like just the top to bottom, everyone plays hard. Everyone contributes, but it's not to the same level as some other players. Uh, anyway, that's yeah. my pick. And the best but team yeah. doesn't always win. Look no further than yeah. the, what the how, how the LA Kings got their cups. So, you know. Yeah. yeah. Well, they, war, war of attrition, right, Josh? Yeah. Well, yeah. We'll see how the playoffs shape up. You know, a lot of, the first round is very telling to see. You can't count out Tampa Bay either. Like, I mean, the Lightning, you never know, mm-hmm. right? That team can get yeah. going. So, yeah, but I do think uh, I think the East looks good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where are we going next? Uh, okay, we're going to save this one for the last because I, I, I want to give it and do some justice. Um, Alex, with your artwork specifically, how do people... Uh, follow you on social media Mm -hmm. and then second part of the question how do people pay you whether drunk or not for your work uh fine question no i have a uh i have a website um it's artbyad.ca um that is both like a a gallery portfolio page but it also has a store uh attached where um people can get the print um Right now, I'm just like eight and a half by 11 or 12 by 18. Um, I don't, I, I was asking somebody the other day about, they asked if they could get a big 
head of Charles Oakley. And I was like, that's a big head of Charles Oakley. Like, I don't think anybody should have a 12 by 18 piece of art of Charles Oakley's face, except his mom. And even that is pushing it a little bit. Um, so the big ones are generally the, uh, like the players, the full body player. Okay. Friends, um, and the headshots are uh, eight and a half by 11, but that's all on my, on my site there. And yeah, you can find me on, uh, on Instagram um, at, uh, uh, what the heck is my handle? Tall Alex D. Um, I think is the is the handle. Yeah, Alex. Yeah, Tall Alex D. All right. The opposite of short. So I quit, and, did you uh, do the Oakley yeah. head? Did you do that? I did. Yeah. I agree with you, but that has also piqued my interest. <laughs> I like Oak. I'm good. I'm good with that. So yeah. Yeah. For sure. Would, you you'd have a head that big? I don't think I would. No, no. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying people, I would do. I would get Dan Marino. <laughs> yeah, Dan Marino. Dan Marino had that size, like oh, a bunch of dolphins yeah. coming out oh, yeah. of that. Oh yeah, sign me up for that. Yeah. So the guys, the guys at the printer where I work, they, they, they actually did one. So like, look at this friggin' size. Wow. Like, yeah. do you want that? Oh, yeah, that's not bad. I'm sorry, it's a lot of Oakley. Yeah, my math was bigger, wrong. I think it was like, the size oh, of an actual cool. head. Yeah. Like, oh, he was, oh, so, yeah, he was so good. It's just bringing back memories oh, now. Man, looking uh, at that picture. That's a, yeah, what that's I can do awesome. for you because um, so this this stuff here, uh, the Oakley one and a and a bunch of the headshots are for um, the Con Smythe dinner uh, for the Maple Leafs and uh, or MLSE I guess mm. uh, and Easter Seals is this Wednesday at their big uh, kind of gala fundraiser for the year and um, Oakley is part of the the head table and so they had me do. Um, some headshots of these guys that they've that they, we then made some prints and they're going to go to the uh, the platinum sponsors and stuff like that. And one of the picks of Oakley is in the the auction and that he's going to sign it when it's done. So if uh, you know, here's the thing, man. If I meet Charles Oakley, I really hope he's a dick. Like, <laughs> but like in a cool way. You know what I mean? Like, if he's like a super passive nice guy, I think I would be let down. I think it was years ago. Chris and I were at a a Raptors game. And this is early Chris Bosch. Like, I think Chris, Chris Bosch is like rookie. So after the game, we go all the way down and like it was against the Pistons. And Bill Lambeer was doing the uh the play-by-play for the Detroit Pistons. So he's walking by and we're just like, hey Lambeer, hey Bill Lambeer. He doesn't even fucking look at us, just like sticks his hand up, keep walking. That was the best thing ever. If that guy came over and was like, Hey, what's up, fellas? I would be so disappointed in that hey, man. Boy. I would be oh, so disappointed, no, no. man. So yeah, I kind of hope Oakley's like a like a cool dick. You know what I mean? Like he's like, like still that yeah. tough. Like it is funny when I was looking at reference pics for him. Uh, the only pictures of him smiling are him as an old man with a big white beard. Oh. Like there's, like there's there's not a single picture of him smiling. Uh, I could probably find a wedding picture of him, and I bet he's not smiling. Like, it, <laughs> but um, it didn't go with the brand. No. Oh. What's that? It didn't go with the brand. No, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, on that end, actually, at the uh, at that that Brad May tournament, apparently last year, Chris Neal was one of the guys there. And uh, I mean, as a, a, the Rangers and Senators played more playoff series than I think any team in the '90s and mm-hmm. 2000s, but uh, apparently he's a super nice guy. And I was like, mm, nope, that doesn't don't believe work. it. I don't buy it. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't yeah. work for yeah. me. I, yeah. I, I, are you sure he wasn't also peeing in your hockey bag? Because I think that's the kind of guy <laughs> in my mind that is like, if he's smiling at you, it's because he's also, yeah. I feel like I feel like Brad Marchant or... would be a guy for me if I found out he was a real sweet 
loving gentleman, I'd be like, no, that doesn't, that doesn't fit. That's an odd way 100%. to phrase it. Weird, sweet, loving gentleman. That's different, <laughs> different phrasing. That's what came no, out. I, I, sweet, I have a gentleman. You are Chris. Yeah. <laughs> who met Sean Avery and they were like, he's exactly like you'd think. He's like the most oh, arrogant I... SOB you've ever met. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, like the guy who's like, yeah, I will take a time out of my busy schedule to say hi to you. And I'm going to let you know it. <laughs> it uh, like, that's a great segue, yeah. Alex. Speaking of arrogant SOBs, let's talk about the mm-hmm. brothers Graham at Camp Pioneer. <laughs> do you have any, uh, do you have any PG-13? Okay, hold on. The, the, uh, okay, I'm gonna speak Alex, for a this is what I tried to tell you. Like my brother was there for like a week. Okay. You know, like, so let's just let's just throw the throw the, the heat on Chris then. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. no offense, Alex, Ranger fan Alex. I, I I'm not even I can't remember. I remember bits and pieces of that time. I remember getting in trouble for bag tag that week, and that's all I really remember too much. So oh, yeah, no disrespect, man. Like if we did uh if we did meet, it's good, good, good to see you again. What's bag tag? <laughs> Bag tag. That was actually uh, there. Were, there were two thoughts that came. Hey, no, hold on, hold on. People... You know what, Josh? Next time we see each other, we'll play. Okay. <laughs> oh, it sounds like you didn't learn your lesson. You I think that was the, uh, the official nowadays term. GoPro. Yeah, no. It, oh, you would, dude. No, I, I had. Uh, so this is this is one of my faves, and I think it was like, wow, that's a high standard. To, I don't know if I can match that. So I had a I had a room in, in in a building called the Lodge. I worked with the five and six year old that had ensuite washrooms, and Chris was with some of the other uh, villages that were slept in chalets, so it was a little more fresh air. And um, they were and, tents on so, platforms, essentially. They were tents, tents on, platforms. on platforms. It was a pretty yeah. it's a pretty legit design when you think kind about of bougie, it. Like a solid if you ask room, me. solid floor, solid bunks, and tarp walls, which is pretty cool. Um, yeah. So yeah. you could roll up it's and basically down. glamping. Yeah. yeah, and Alex yeah. lived in a motel. I did, I did, hundred <laughs> percent with a bad yeah. with a bad ensuite and everything. But I think Chris figured out, hey, I need to, I need to saddle up to these guys with the ensuite because I don't like the idea of having to use the same showers the kids use. And um, you know, let's be honest, it's, it's, he's not going to use the washroom all the time. And so, uh, yeah, I forget who I was roommate or it was uh, Nathaniel. We were we were roommates with and. And Chris comes out of the washroom. This one's after a shower, and he's laughing. I'm like, "What'd you do, man?" And he goes, "I just left. I just left Nate a little message on his soap." <laughs> I was like, "What do?" He's like, "I just some beard hairs felt out high Nate on his soap." <laughs> but I don't think he's gonna think they're beard hey, hairs. I, I, I remember my brother that age. I don't think he had a beard then. I'm just saying. <laughs> I, didn't you always have a beard? I've no, seen, did. I've seen like primary photos of you with you yeah. have a beard. <laughs> no, I've, I've 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 had a beard since grade ten. Well, it, it was it was like go. a long goatee, and yeah, I ah man, I forgot about that. I I plucked out. <laughs> he was so thinking like because I will file. He didn't even away. believe me. He he thought it was my pubes, and you know. Good time. Oh, man, Good time. Wow, it's hard to segue from talking about pubes. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder why he doesn't talk to me anymore. Sometimes I wonder why Nathaniel doesn't answer my texts anymore. And- and then I'm reminded, <laughs> and and then sometimes I I don't I, wonder. I, I led him to believe my 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 pubic hair was on his soap. <laughs> Alex, we yeah. would love for you to play uh, this game that we do at the end of our episodes. Mm-hmm. It's called Start Bench Cut, and we have um, 
we have a New York Rangers specific version for you. So we actually have two rounds and the first round, uh, I mean, so I, I was looking up and, uh, Ranger greats, you know, not mm. knowing as much about them as, as you would. And, um, Sean Avery, the all time <laughs> points leader is Rod Gilbert. So Rod Gilbert, Gilbert. Sorry. sorry. Oh my goodness. I apologize. Oh, I know as a house man. What the heck? Wow. wow. Right. I apologize do you want to try that Do the intro. You can edit it out. Yeah, Rod Gilbert. Uh, there you go. There you go. All-time points leader, and I have him paired in this round. So round one, Rod Gilbert with Mark Messier and Mika Zibanejad. Uh, start one. You got to bench one. You got to cut one and give some rationale. So we'll let you go first on both rounds as our guest, Alex. What would you do? brutal like Messier is my boy uh I remember seeing him play at Maple Leaf Garden and it was it was special like just you know him and Yager were the two guys that I that I've seen play that you're just like you're either going to get a penalty or they're going to score but you're not taking the puck off them and so I think for the for the sake of uh of getting to see him play again I would I would start Messier I got to do that and I guess uh, out of respect, I would bench Gilbert, which I guess leaves Mika the man out. But I freaking love watching that guy play. Uh, it, yeah. It's uh, I love that the two way player that he is. That like I mean, I remember in the, in the playoffs last year, I guess two years ago. Problem with Ovi is he doesn't kill penalties, and so you can keep him off the ice for a lot of the games. Uh, but Mika would score shorthanded. He can score power play goals. He can score even strength. And so that's right. His that's a reluctant, yeah. a reluctant cut uh, yeah. out of. I guess he's just not in the Hall of Fame yet. <laughs> uh, Josh, I'll throw thing. it over to you because you you can speak to this probably more than the rest of us can. Uh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. I, I'd probably start Moose. You know, um, I would. Uh, yeah, I guess I. I'd bench Mika because yeah, he's, he's a good player. I mean, I'm not a big Rangers fan, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, what they did in the playoffs last year was pretty unexpected, I think for me. So I'll give him that. And then uh, I guess that means I'd cut Gilbert, but I don't, I don't care. Go Kings. Go. I mean, you know, <laughs> uh, brothers Graham, do you have any thoughts on round one or we'll jump right to round two? Uh, Messier. Okay. I don't know. I'll go the opposite of Josh. Perfect. Yeah, except that's what I started with there, bud. Keep up. Jeez, like the guys on this couch not even listening. Is this a professional <laughs> podcast or what are we doing here? Oh, like, so, don't, so, so don't we're back to this. Time, this we're so back to this that, that you haven't got enough like talking time. So we're going back to this, are we? Well, hey, bud. Yeah. yeah, you got a bud tonight, John. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, go. Chris, do you have a thought on round one? <laughs> Um, I'd start Gilbert. You said it very well, and, better than me. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, I'd have to cut Mark Messi. Wow, that's old take. Wow, old take. That's a hot take. That's why that is hot takes. <laughs> I don't know if we can go on. Next round, round two. Um, goalie. Oh, specific. there's a round two. Yeah, there is goalie specific. Rick oh, Lundqvist. Mike Richter, Igor Shesterkin. Start one, bench one, cut one. Go. I would 100% start Mike Richter. That's it. 
That's, 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 that's the tweet. And I declined the other two. <laughs> yeah, I would, I, would, I would take the team option on the other two. Okay. Uh, uh, bench Linquist and um, or bench Linquist and uh, then you know just Durkin. Igor would just sorry, bud. I think I would. Uh, I'd actually start Hank. Uh, because again, the irony, and this tells you a little bit about how the Leafs are thought of or have been for the last 16 years. Of every Leaf game I saw, I never once saw Lundquist play. <laughs> I've seen every backup the Rangers had in 16 years. What a shame. I never once wow. saw Lundquist play. Yeah. Um, and so I would, I would love to watch that. Because <laughs> I did see Richter play. I did see Anastasia Sturkin, but I've never... Uh, so I guess I would, uh, yeah, I, I would, you, I would start Lundqvist, bench Richter, and and cut Igor. Okay. Wow. What do you think of Shesterskin? Uh, I think he's coming back. Like he he looked really sharp the last couple of outings, and I think, um, <laughs> coming full circle here, I don't think you can undercut the fact that he has a kid at home, that he had a he had a kid born in the summertime. And, uh, and it's taken him a while to find that rhythm again. Um, I know, like they said, that was, I mean, it's actually kind of, you hear Richter talk about his pregame routine. He used to stay in a hotel the night before games. Um, Father of the year. Was, yeah, seriously. No, he jokes about it now. He's like, maybe that was a bit extreme. But like he, it was a, I need rest. I need focus. And I don't need to think about uh, my family, um, Lundquist, or uh, yeah, was was uh, notorious for kind of losing it on guys if he got scored on a practice. Like he was an intense, intense guy. Um, and I think Igor, he's a bit of a quieter personality, but I think he uh, he is a crazy good goalie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I and I think I think it's taken him a bit to get back in it because last year was insane, like absolutely insane. And I don't falter him for not matching that. Because that's a high, high standard to hit again, but I don't know. I see him. I see him coming around again, yeah. um, which is which is a scary thought, especially as the playoffs get closer. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's no Carey Price, but you know. Oh, please. thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. You didn't have to say. That. You didn't say that. <laughs> John, you have a thought on the goalies? Ah, uh, fuck it. I'll Here. just go. Let's go with old Igor. Yeah, uh, the other guy and cut um, Lundqvist. Yeah, I agree with you. After I heard about you know how he doesn't, he's about val- he's valuing his sleep over his family. Uh, since this is a podcast about fatherhood, <laughs> yeah. see you later, Hank. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, thank has, you so much. I think he has much. more than four kids too, though. Yeah, that's the problem. You have to have four kids before you can actually speak to how difficult fatherhood is. So we're just out of luck. So next week it's only going to be Josh and Alex on the podcast, and we'll oh, just that'll be nice. that's yeah, fair. yeah. It might get interrupted. We'll have to do it in two segments, though. Yeah, uh, we probably won't get the full time without being cut into by somebody. Right. But, you know. Oh, because your fathers. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, of four kids. So many kids everywhere. Alex, thank you so much, sincerely, for joining us. Pleasure. And uh, thank you for your artwork. It is excellent. Yeah. And we thank you. Uh, yeah, we hope that the business goes well for you. And thank you for talking sports with us. And a blast. all the best. No, really. It's, you know, one of those things that you uh, you miss as you go through life, the chance to just sit down and talk sports with guys. And uh, 
it's, uh, it's a pleasure. Thank you for what you guys do. It's a good time. Awesome. Uh, Say to Catherine for me. I shall. <laughs> Take it away, Steve Benjamins. Oh, wait, we're not doing the uh, we had plays of the week? week? Yeah, I know, we, I know we can't call them Quaylens. Oh, you want to do Quaylens? No, no, no more Quaylens. The guy's yeah. done. So we need to retire that name. Yeah, it's but, the Martinez. Um, yeah, I thought it's we were not the Martinez. Martinez. It's, it's the Martinez not the... award. Wait, come on, man. He's it done. He's retired. So he's done. We got. We got to do something else. Why Alec Martinez? Why Alec Martinez? Because he that scored is. a timely, timely goal, goal yeah. against Henrik Lundqvist. Josh, every year someone scores that goal to win the cup in overtime. Mm, maybe not yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, keep your mouth shut. Do your research. Yeah, I thought we were still going to do like best plays of the week. Like, no offense, <laughs> hockey guys, is March Madness. That's been oh, nobody, a lot of good. Are you kidding UConn, me? Border Atlantic UConn, is in the final four. The only one here. Nuts. It's me. Yeah, I'm done. I, I'm All right, lads, I'm going to bed. Take it away, I'm, Steve I'm, Benjamin. Oh man, fuck you guys. Obscure sports quarterly. You guys subscribe to that at all? Well, that sports. <laughs>